Well, welcome to the Military Wire with Mike Schindler. This is a podcast where we interview America's most elite men and women who have served this country. We share their stories of overcoming, their proven lessons in leadership, and their journey to finding mission and purpose. And guys, I got to tell you, today we're taking a break, a bit of a break from tradition, uh, but we can break tradition for a country music legend from his Dove Award-winning gospel albums to his genre-defining Southern rock anthems and his CMA Award-winning country hits. Few artists have left more of a mark on America's musical landscape than Charlie Daniels, the one and only Charlie Daniels. Over the course of his career, Daniels has received numerous accolades, uh, including his induction into the Country Music Hall of Fame, the Musicians Hall of Fame, and becoming a member of the Grand Old Opry. Mr. Daniels, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike, I didn't know I'd done all that, man. Darren. What? <laughs> well, I'm telling Damn you, I didn't old. know you did all that either. I started reading your bio, you sir, buddy? and I was like, my gosh, this is amazing. Uh, well, thank you. Good job, this morning. Well, it's great to have you on the show, and I know we have you for a limited time, but, um, I, you know, I just, our audience tends to be a little bit younger, and I, and I just want to share that I grew up on your music. Um, but the cool part too is that you have always been an outspoken patriot. And what I love is that you've used your multi-platinum career, your platform, uh, to really support not only our military, but underprivileged children as well. And, and it, gosh, sir, you're still doing it at the age of 82. You're going strong. Uh, this is amazing. What keeps you going? Well, I've been a patriot all my life. You know, at the time I came up, I'm a child of the Second World War. I was five years old, born in 1936. I was five years old when Pearl Harbor was bombed. And I'm from Wilmington, North Carolina, which is a seaport town. And we had, uh, of course, we had uh, war cargo going out of there, going across the Atlantic. And we had uh, ships sunk by German submarines just off our coast. I've heard it said. I never saw it because I was too young. That Sometimes it, it was so close to our coast you could see the, the fires of battle from our, our beaches. And as I tell the crowd on stage every night, we were very vigilant. We didn't have satellite technology. We didn't have television. We never knew when the Nazis might try to bring the war on shore. They were right off our coast. So uh, we were very vigilant, but we always knew. We always knew there was somebody out there standing between us, and then we always knew the military was out there. And uh, I came up being beholden to the military with the greatest respect, admiration, and gratitude for our United States military men and women. And, uh, that has not changed one whit. I'm just, uh, just as, I'm just as serious about it now as I've ever been in my life. And, uh, I just feel we owe an unpayable debt of, debt of gratitude to the folks who had put that uniform on it, went and stood in the breach for us. So, uh, anything we can do to help out, we try to. Man, I just love that. You know, you, uh, I know you've got so many hits, but uh, your, your song, uh, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, uh, still an all time favorite. Uh, and certainly my daughters know it, uh, which is crazy. They're 16 and 13 and, and, uh, I still play on that song. I mean, man, you got to learn how to play the violin or the fiddle this way. Uh, I just love it. So I, 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 you know, you've got, uh, I think it was in 2014, you and your, your manager, David, uh, Curlew, if I'm, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, um, you guys started a charitable organization called the Journey Home Project. Tell me about the Journey Home Project. Our main mission with the Journey Home Project is we got to notice, and we, 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 we've always done things with uh, veterans of the years. We've been to overseas entertaining. We've been to Iraq three times, and gosh, I've been 
one time Owen Kyrgyzstan. We won't go into that. I just suffice it to say, I've been among our men and women in uniform in some pretty desolate parts of the world, and I just have developed a affinity with the with with them. And when they get out, and and we got to noticing that a lot of our folks, when they would get out of services, a lot of them, out of course, those years they're out of uh, war zones, that. When they came home, there would be a period of adjustment uh, mm-hmm. for many of them, not all of them, but many of them to try to get back into civilian life again because it's kind of strange to them, especially yep. somebody putting a long time in service. So we got to try to, to to find those niches and meet those needs. We've done things like help people get educations, help them get medical care, help them get uh, – we've bought furniture, we've bought a bicycle, you know, for somebody to get work on. Uh, transportation, uh, whatever, uh, that anybody that has served, uh, whether most of them have served in combat, but whether they have served in combat or whether they haven't, uh, if they meet our criteria, which is basically just, you know, the need, and, and if we can afford to fill it, we do it. Uh, mm. it's been a very rewarding thing for us that we, the need is great. I mean, it, 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 people don't realize the, the the trauma that a lot of people go through when they come back and, and try to go back into civilian life. And like I say, it's not everybody, but sure, it, it, we find all kind of cases. And, and the thing about it is, a lot of times there's so much pride uh, and there's such self sufficiency. People used to taking care of themselves, taking responsibility for their own actions. Yeah. They don't like to talk about it. I mean, they don't, you know, they don't until things get so out of hand that they really need some help. I mean, they, they just tend to suck it up and go on, you know. And uh, it's, it, it, the, but the the need is great. The need is, is is a lot. Sometimes it's just a just some minor things. We, I've got a friend that works. Uh, I've known him for years, and he's a local guy. I've been in local politics and. Uh, not particularly politics, but serving them in the in the local governments and stuff in one capacity or another. And I knew about those. I wasn't completely well just the sort of guy to come and find out just relatively a couple of years ago. He's he's suffering from PSTD. Nobody knew it. He never brought that right? to me. Yeah. And, you know, of course, we proceeded to right, right away, you know, get some, some uh, try to get some help, and, and it's worked really well. And, and one of the programs we do is, we do a thing with now. This sounds really weird, but we do a thing with uh, the. We get the guys together with some of the Nashville songwriters. It's called Operation Song, and they literally write a song mm. with the songwriter. Cool. And it has a lot of times it has a very cathartic uh, effect. They talk about you know things they want to talk about and the way it affected them. And oddly enough, there's been some good songs that come out of it. But we've had you know, uh, gosh, there's a there's a two-star general. That uh, sat down and wrote some stuff. Very, very military guy. I mean, you know that you wouldn't think yeah. he'd about something like that. And he sat down and wrote a song with a guy. And, and you know, it's, it's one of the, that's just one of the programs we do. Uh, we do all kinds of stuff, but that's just that's one of the ones. And I have been. I was a little skeptical about it when it was brought to our attention about helping the finance because I didn't know how, how it would be. But I'm so glad that we did. I'm so glad we got talked into it because it's been a, a really successful program. And the writers in Nashville, the professional writers, are, are in it up to their up to their teeth. I mean, you know, they they enjoy getting together with these guys and then just sit down, take guitar, talk, and write, and get their ideas out, get their feelings out, and they put it in 
in a tune and, and, and put lyrics to it. And so it's been a very successful program. I, I think that's so awesome. You know, I, and I think many of, you know, my brothers and sisters who, you know, are still in uniform serving this country, uh, they find comfort uh, and probably acceptance in country music, you know, for whatever reason. I think it's, you know, it, it's still very real. Uh, and the fact that you guys are, you know, giving them the opportunity to kind of speak into that and be a part of it. Um, I, I think to your point, it, it's, it's, there's a healing, uh, component to that. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's so cool. Now you've, you know, you've partnered with an organization called Rich Poverty, um, it, dealing with new art exhibits. And, uh, I, I believe at the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., the exhibit's uh, titled The Alliance Collection. Um, tell us about that. What is that? And, and, and I know the collection's available for viewing, but tell us a little bit about this Alliance Collection. Well, actually, uh, we, of course, we take applications. Uh, we have a standard application that when somebody, uh, individual or a organization, we, we partner a lot with organizations, uh, people like Shepherd's Man and, and anyway, several of them. And, you know, we get application, we, we consider it, uh, you know, how can we, how can we spend the limited funds that we have to be most beneficial? And this was one that, uh, uh, seemed to be something that we, we could get involved in. We could afford to get involved in it. Have a very high national profile and, and, uh, you know, it's just, a, I really don't know a whole lot about the organization, but, uh, they impressed us enough that we were willing to put some dollars in to help get it up there. No, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, Mr. Daniels, I know you got a busy schedule, but they, you, you've worked so closely with, you know, many of our veterans over the years. What advice, what advice do you have for those, you know, getting out, someone who is about to transition, um, someone who has transitioned? What do you see as kind of something that you would look at that person, sit down with them, maybe over a beer, a cup of coffee and say, son, daughter, if you would just do this, this will get you back on the pathway to success. What would that be? Well, the first thing is, is I want everybody to know I speak of what I know, not of what's in the New York Times or what uh, some idiot on TV says. I yep. know. I've, I love I've that. Crossed this country. I cross this country every year from coast to coast and border to border. I've talked to a lot of people. I do a veteran segment on my show every night, and I happen to know, this is not guessing, this is knowing, the citizens of this country are very, very pro-military. I don't care what anybody else says. Let me tell you from one that knows they're very pro-military. So first of all, I want our men and women coming back to know that America is behind you, that America cares about you, America appreciates you, America loves you, America wants to help you. There is so many that want to help. If you have a need, please make it be known. Don't keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. We've got a, a we, we one of the things that we helped finance was at Middle Tennessee University. Uh, is a veteran center there. There's a big veteran's population there. And, you know, I mean, just speaking very plainly, you take uh, some guy that's been, or gal that's been over in some place like Iraq during the heat of the war and everything, they come back and walk on a college campus. I mean, they must be like, uh, nobody there knows what they're, you know, the, the, the people sitting at the next desk or whatever in the classroom, they have nothing to relate with you. But you go to this veteran center and sit down and talk to a bunch of people who've been the same thing that you have. And they can yeah. relate to you and they can talk to you and it is healing. So, you know, seek out your brothers and sisters, first of all. And if you need, there's people like me and, and our little organization, we're, we're just a, a small cog in the wheel. 
But there's so many people out here that, that want you to be healthy and want you to be happy and want you to claim something that you have earned is a chance at the American dream. So claim it. If you need mm. some help getting it, please don't be don't be too proud to ask because you have earned it. It's not nobody can give you anything. We can only help try to repay you. So please, please, if you need help, ask for help, whatever it is. If uh, if you're having bad dreams, if you're doing this, doing that, whatever. Somebody out here is wanting to help you. So let your let your need be known, and come on back in here and crawl into American life and go get you something. I love that. I love that, Mr. Daniels. How do people find you? How do they support your your nonprofit or your organization, or do you even need need and want the support? Oh, definitely want support. Definitely, we're always doing fundraisers and that sort of thing. Uh, we're on the internet. Where it, it, it tells about us, we're on the uh, uh, journeyhomeproject.com, uh, and we're we're not as visible as a lot of, a lot of bigger organizations, and we don't do as much as a lot of bigger organizations. But uh, we 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 do our little bit. And, you know, we have a we have the the uh, ex, the gentleman who was the adjutant general of the state of Tennessee up just a couple of months ago. Is on our board, so we get a pretty good military view of the applications that we get. There's very few that we get that he can't diagnose and, and come up with, you know, trying to figure out what the need is and how we best go about doing it. And I mean, we've we've got experience on our board. It's just the three of us: David, myself, and, and General Aston. And uh, we don't take long. We don't have big long board meetings and stuff. I've, I've had board meetings standing, just standing somewhere. You, how you feel about how you feel, you know? So we don't I love take, it. Our applications don't take you know six months to 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 do. And uh, like I say, we're one of the smaller outfits, but uh, we try to make every dollar count. So anyway, we're here, Journey Home That's Project. Awesome. And, uh, all right. That's awesome, Mr. Daniels, Charlie Daniels, country western legend. Truly a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you, my friend. My pleasure.